He sounded much happier back then. <laughs> you said he sounded younger too. It's like I think five years of doing a podcast with me and Jeremy has like just <laughs> it's kind of like like you used to be this happy, carefree soul, and now you're kind of a dick like us. Uh, and welcome to another episode of the Dice Trades HQ podcast. My name is Michael Sipes. You can find me on Twitter at FFBlitz, and I'm here with my partners, Jeremy Bruin. At Dynasty Madman. And Shane Manila. At Shane is the worst. And as I discovered listening to episode one of Dynasty Trades, uh, HQ podcast, uh, all one word back then, Dynasty Trades HQ, one word. Um, I've been Shane is the worst for a long time. Yes, yes, you have. So wait, so just as we were about to go on air, you were saying something that you realized about me when you listened to it? What were you saying? Yeah, so technically, uh, uh, two days, I believe two days is going to be five years. Yes. Our episode uh, dropped. Um. And oh. I listened, yeah, I listened to the very first two episodes, and uh, you sounded like a much happier, <laughs> carefree, uh, like naive, wide eyed, uh, <laughs> younger version of himself <laughs> than this jaded, like beat down version that me and Jeremy have like just apparently we've just punched the soul out of you. Oh my god, and, like you're still happy. But you're like that happy where there's definite pain. You know what I mean? Like you, you laugh a lot, but we know there's pain there. Oh, my there's God. There's pain behind the laugh. <laughs> Am I going to start to cry? Wait. So, yeah. First of all, you're right. This is our five-year anniversary of doing this. It was December 18th of 2017. I mean, we joke a lot that it's been like a decade. Hey, maybe you're right. Maybe I do feel beat down and everything. I always say it feels like I've been with you guys forever. and 20 years. <laughs> But yeah, it's been five years. So wait, so you went back and listened? Did you listen to the whole first episode? Yeah, I listened to the whole first episode, and I got about two-thirds of the way done of the second episode. Um, That's so and, cool. And one thing I'll say, and I hope that I'm not still this way, I was um, a jerk-off. <laughs> I, uh, I remember arguing with you on episode, it had to be episode one, it might have been Jesus. episode two. We were arguing about trades, and we were like just... We, I mean, we were in our corners, man. Oh. Like we were gonna fight it out or something. Yeah, I hope I, I hope I'm not that much of a jerk off still. But uh, yeah, I was I was a, I was kind of an asshole. Oh uh, my god! For being honest, but I was funny as hell. I will say that. And uh, <laughs> no, I mean, trash dynasty trade um, offers came out in the second episode. It yeah. goes all the way back to our very second episode. Yep. So we're gonna have some callbacks to that, and. Um, the other thing I noticed, and that's not to our own horn, yeah, the 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 camaraderie rapport, uh-huh. uh, it was immediately there. Oh, you know, it's it's funny because you know people would tell us that all the time, and even now I'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Sure, but <laughs> listening know, to I it, no idea. knowing that that was our first show, our first episode, I, I listening to it, I said, wow, that's yeah, I, I get what people were saying. I get Aww. what they were saying. Like there was this instant, like we were comfortable with each other, even speaking over each other. <laughs> yeah, we all talked at the same time. <laughs> five years later, we still do it. Right. Right. So, so happy, happy five years. Uh, listen, guys, 
if we can make it just four more years, uh, <laughs> this will outlast my marriage. Um, oh my God. And quite uh, frankly, right. except for my children, this has much, been a much better relationship than my marriage. So. <laughs> well, <good. laughs> well, listen, I, it's cool. You know, for people that are listening right now, if you never heard our first episode, you can go to iTunes or Podbean or whatever system you listen to, whatever software you use, whatever. All the old episodes are there. So that's how Shane was able to go back and listen to episode one. And I think when I pulled it up like two weeks ago or something, when you asked me about it, Jeremy, I think it said something like we had like 300 downloads. And, uh, yeah. you know, we have way, 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 way more than that nowadays, which is awesome. But uh, it's cool. Like if people go back now and listen to that episode, especially after the glowing review Shane just gave, it'd be funny to see our very first episode shoot up in uh, in downloads. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. Do you agree with that, Jeremy? Do you agree with what uh, Shane said about the camaraderie between the three of us on the very first yeah, day? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I do. Well, you know, at that time, Shane and I were working together. We were editing. I mean, we were in, you know, it was like we just got out of basic training and we were like in the thick of it, right? The battle zone of of editing and, and producing stuff. So there was some fun in that. Um, a lot of good times and, you know, a lot of hard work, too. And you know, you were you and I were doing ranking, like Shane said. I, I listed every every job I had at the at DFF at the time, which were it was almost as many as Shane. But Shane was like the content director or something at that point. I don't remember, but like he said, I list on the first episode. I we gave like all the things we did, and it's funny. Shane can tell you more about that, but I, just going back to that first episode, we spent a lot of time talking about what we didn't want to do and how we wanted to have fun, and 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 you know we. It was mostly like, listen, guys, we we want to do something that we enjoy. But yeah, it w- it was absolutely like that. And you know, I think we were touchy at first about our opinions, and then we got over that. <laughs> we, you know, we were like, I mean, I I know I was like any, you know, it was almost like you you think someone's being critical of your person, and you take it personally, and you you quickly realize it's just we're talking about trades and players, and now stuff like that. It doesn't it doesn't really bother me unless someone comes at me in a in a negative sort of, you know, aggressive way. Like, otherwise, I don't care if they're laughing at the trade. Like, we have fun on this show all the time. So once we got past that, I th- I think our show really took off. And uh, But, yeah, the camaraderie was definitely there. What about you? You, I mean, you talked about this before. I, I almost can speak for you. <laughs> well, you I, love this show. I know you do. I do. I love doing this with you guys. And and even in the very beginning, like, like Shane said, or like you just said about what Shane was, the content manager or whatever it was shane what was it shane apparently i was the vp vp not even the goddamn president apparently i was the vice president of uh uh, content that's funny well i remember i remember they asked me to do it and they wanted me to be a writer and i was like i i can't write but i can talk so you know let me talk or whatever but i remember taking over for rankings or whatever it was for shane because shane was so busy then and and then taking over the Twitter account of Dynasty Trades HQ. So I was answering people's questions because they were moving Shane up to something else. So I was doing that. And then I remember when they finally decided to do a podcast, they were like, yeah, well, you've been doing this. How about a podcast about it with Shane and with you? And I was like, yeah, absolutely, because Jeremy and I have been working together. See, you're right. We were doing the ADP stuff. You were, you and I, and, and I stuff like that. I was helping you do it. Like, you'd, you'd need people to just, uh, you know, help with ADP for drafts and we would do those um, mock drafts and stuff. I, yeah, I helped you do that. And I was always working with Shane and um, yeah, man, it was, 
Yeah, it's neat how it took off though. Like we we really got lucky that we were put together, um, the three of us. However, that happened because. I mean, it could have gone a lot of different ways and end up going sideways. It, it's a really good, you know, mix, you know, different enough people, but enough in common. And we always have fun stuff to talk about. You know, I mean, it's we don't even have to do a show sheet. We just do it because we want to be professional. But look, at look off to the look off to your, I guess, left. Like while we're doing it, Shane's watching the football game. <laughs> I know. I <laughs> wish like, I had it on. Right you know, now. Well, I, I do remember, though, when 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 I was asked if I wanted to do it with Shane and I was like, oh, yeah, sure. That, that I, I mean, I was listening to him on a podcast the other day and I spit out my drink when I was listening. So, like, <laughs> I, I was like, yeah, I definitely yeah. want to do that. And here we are five years later spitting out drinks all the time, you know. So yep. uh, <laughs> I think that's pretty funny um so the very first trade we ever discussed oh no one. Oh no what was it yes Dude, uh, awesome. and i was uh, happy as a peacock and I, I need to listen to episode three to see how it really finally turned <laughs> out but uh it was a playoff trade and one thing i'll say for us we, we have always uh been against uh trade deadlines Yes. Um, Thank you. Yes. Consistently said that they were stupid. People that need trade deadlines are stupid. I I might have said that. You guys didn't say that. You were too nice. I I never. Now. Yeah, Mike would say that now. <laughs> wait, wait. Mike. I, I might not be I might be jaded maybe, but I'm not gonna call people stupid. All, that, I've always defended it. So yeah, trade deadlines we've always agreed were stupid. I called the people that like them stupid. Um, <laughs> he took it that much farther. Anywho, uh very first trade. Uh, very first trade. <laughs> celebrating your freaking you're, fantasy points. Well, you're, not, you're watching so and talking. <laughs> watch it. We're watching the Seattle, um, Seattle. What do you call it? Uh, San Francisco game. And you know, I got Christian McCaffrey in HQ one. I only own him in two dynasty leagues. Uh-huh. But I, look, I love all of my leagues, right? Not all of them. That's not true. Some of them I don't really care for. They're they're like, uh, but it, some anyway, of them I hate. It's HQ one, and obviously that. I could lose every other league if I win HQ1. Uh-huh. Successful year. So, anyhow, so <laughs> uh, the very first trade we made, uh, I made that we discussed was I gave up, uh, man, this is a package. I'm going to tell you. All right. I gave up Dalvin Cook. Uh huh. After he just blown his ACL out, or he'd blown his ACL out <laughs> that year. Poor bastard. Uh, the 104. This is uh-huh. a super flex league. The a 104. S- a 16 team super flex league. No, it wasn't HQ1. Oh, it wasn't? Oh, oh, okay. No, no, no I, don't, I, I don't remember the name of the league, but it wasn't HQ1. No, um, HQ1 didn't exist yet. Didn't oh, yeah, one. we just started. The next year, yeah. It was after yeah. our first year, right? Yeah. So Never I mind. gave up. Anywho, I got I got Rob Gronkowski and Devin Funches and gave up the 104 Dalvin Cook and Juju Smith-Schuster. <laughs> Whoa, really? And you said it was a playoff time trade? Yeah, yeah, because he. Um, <clears throat> I listened to episode two and Gronk dropped 20 two points for me that week but awesome. i won by like 30 so it didn't matter like, it, the trade didn't help me at all that week so i gotta listen to, i'm gonna listen to episode three just to see if i ended up winning the title it's cool i'm gonna go back and listen to all these episodes man it, that's gonna be fun it is yeah. cool to think about it because 2017 like we said tonight it's five years later so you're right december 18th of 2017 we would be i guess what first round of the playoffs in leagues or Maybe maybe even second round because there was a, there wasn't the seventeen team seventeen week yeah, season. Yeah, it yeah. would have been a uh, probably the between the first and second week of the playoffs when we did that show. That's yeah. so after great. the first one. Yeah, that's funny. and you guys loved the trade. Uh, uh-huh. I obviously loved the trade. 
and <laughs> all I could do yes. while I listened to it is cringe and cringe, <laughs> and, cringe <laughs> and cringe some more. Uh, I will say yeah. this: Jeremy yeah. did say, "Well, Gronk is getting up there," and I said, "Dude, he's twenty-eight." <laughs> And he goes, yeah, but his body's like 40. Oh. And I go, wow, he's just got a bad back. That's all. Um, <laughs> yeah, because he blocks so much. And, he, you know, he's like Kittle. You know, they, they take a lot of hits. They're not just sliding out and catching the ball. I mean, they were good at both things. But, yeah, I mean, still, that was a good trade, though. So, yeah, we'll see how it turned out. I can't wait to check in episode three. But, yeah, I mean, I'll say this. One of the takeaways I've had over the first two episodes listening to us is, <laughs> Uh, how we undervalued rookie picks as assets. Um, Unbelievable that I I can't even believe that. I'm going to have to hear it for myself. Well, so when we 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 spoke about rookie picks, we literally spoke about them in terms of who were you going to draft with that pick, not even what you could do with that pick. Instead of just thinking of it as capital or an asset <laughs> itself, we were just thinking about, right. well, I'm not going to get this player, so right. it devalued the pick. I got it. Wow. We did a Superflex rookie mock draft for the 2018 season, and I mentioned um, – this is regarding another trade you made um, where you gave up like the 109 or 110, and I noted that uh, Bryce Young, I believe that was his name, Calvin Ridley, and – oh. Jesus, who was the other guy? There was some other trash can running back. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, and I just remember when I was listening to it, I go, oh, man, we didn't even think of picks in terms of like, well, this is a fungible asset. We thought of them in terms of, oh, I'm going to pick. I traded for the 110. I'm going to make a pick at that pl- that place and get the 110. So, so yeah. in my memory of stuff, I feel like I used to always say that I'd rather have a player than a pick. So oh, yeah, you're yeah, saying yeah, back you were, then you were I always no 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 you you oh. always yeah you haven't changed in any in any way whatsoever as far as that. Oh okay. Me and Jeremy definitely were talking about picks as in we were just steadfast you're going to make that pick. Okay. Like there was absolutely no talk of like oh well if I get a first I can add it to this I can you know what I mean it was literally like hey I got a first and I'm can. I can probably go get Kenyon Drake. Okay, so, so that so you're saying when you said us, you mean the two of you, and I was more because yeah. I, I was thinking in my head. I've I've always felt that way. I mean, look, even five years later, look at all of our HQ listener leagues. How many of them do I even have any picks? <laughs> you know, I always have like fours and fives left because I've traded away the picks still to this right. day for players. Right. But it is cool to go back and listen to it, and also about how we used to feel about talking on the show because you know we were. We're always told you guys need to stay in your lane, only talk about trades, only do this. And when Jeremy and I had originally talked about it, we wanted it to be a place where people can hang out and have fun and just be yourselves and talk. And we always kind of kept it that way. And, you know, I've been covering your butt for years shane of <laughs> saying words right. and saying things that you're not shane supposed from to. himself from himself yes yeah. but but I, <laughs> look at his face but i do know that we were always told not to you know we jeremy we can talk about whatever we want to and the fact that there's video going on all people are going to see is shane going like this like looking, looking up, up at the, up the screen <laughs> see my head because of the way i'm sitting in this chair no yeah you look a little bit like kermit but um but hey before we go into the rest of this stuff trade alert Oh, but wait, we have to say oh, who this episode's throwback. brought to no, we don't. by... We'll say it after. Oh, you know uh, what? Absolutely nothing was brought to you by anybody back then. Oh, um, okay, but I thought we were going to say it was this time, no, but can. okay. But I just I just wanted to throw back, some callback. So, yeah, trade alert. Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> here's one trade I made. Hey, let's talk about the HQ1 trade I made. Because, again, 
I'm a narcissist. I said that in the very first episode. <laughs> Wait, yeah, you've already said a couple times that in the very first episode, we talked about one of your trades. So here we are five yeah. years later. Let's do it again. Yeah. <laughs> All right. HQ1. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I made this trade like when Tyler, after Tyler Huntley went down and it looked like I was going to have to start Colt McCoy. Uh-huh. Um, I said, all right, I don't, I don't want to do that. So I traded Lamar Jackson and, uh, a third and a third in 23 and 24. Okay. And, uh, I got our dude, Justin Fields. Oh, Ooh, that, nice. Yeah. And, and just to let everybody know, like we said, it's a 16 team league, but we just got the playoff brackets and you made it into the playoffs this year. So four seed. Four seed, buddy. Four seed. I could have been the three seed, but Kyler uh, getting injured last week yeah. during the game did not help. Yeah. But either way, I mean, I, I think I would have been in the same game anyway. Well, yeah. I, I don't know how seeds work. Uh, no, well, the seeds, uh, one and two get a buy. Um, uh, oh, yeah. And three plays six and four plays five. So Okay, so I'd have a slightly easier game based on at least record. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know if that'd be an actual easier game, but you've liked Justin Fields for a while. So I know you also liked Lamar, but I think that's a good deal for you, especially while you're trying to make the push right now in the league. You know, we, five years later, we have six listener leagues right now. Um, and out of all six of those, what Jeremy, you're the only one that's won one of our listener leagues, right? Uh, yeah, that was year one and uh, HQ one in year one. You're right, and so I'm pulling for Shane in this one to, yeah. to win this um, and and join me in the winner's circle because it's all listeners since then every year. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's and funny. Go ahead. I was just no, gonna no. say I made the playoffs twice. I mean, uh, I got up to the fantasy bowl the second time or whatever, but I didn't win, and now I haven't in a while. Um, but what, what were you gonna say? I was just uh, saying, last year I, I felt like I had a really good chance. This year I feel like I have a really good chance. Yeah, I think you do. Keep yeah. Um, pay attention to your starting lineup. Don't don't get uh don't get crazy. Um, maybe one player right. Um, get get crazy. But I like your roster. I like your chances. I wanted to say we were talking about how Mike sometimes says, "Oh yeah, I feel like we've been doing this show for ten years. You know, a decade. It's been five years." I feel like. And I started thinking about it when you brought it up earlier. HQ1 came after the podcast started, probably the second season, I think, or before, you know, you know, we, we had our second full season. But it really feels like I've been in HQ1 longer than we've been doing this podcast. Yeah. Well, that's why right. that damn league is so freaking it's just so uh, mind-boggling, dude. It's so it's it's the it's a challenge and a half to try to get out of the cellar there. I, I that, that's why I thought when Shane said what he was saying, I said, oh, well, that's HQ1, yeah. right? And it's funny. I've been getting bombarded, bombarded today with trade offers in HQ1. Uh, everybody coming after Steph Diggs and Chris Godwin yeah. and uh, uh, a couple other things. But I made a trade in that league today, and I didn't even know it was to uh, Shane. I thought it was to Shane Swagger, but that's who the pick the pick used to belong to. But I actually traded a player to uh, Shane Shane Manila. So wait, you sent an offer to trade to Shane, and you thought it was a different Shane, or Shane no, no, sent no. it to you? No, oh, I sent it to, no, I sent it to Jeremy. Oh. So Jeremy Jeremy updated his trade bait, and uh, look, I, I I can't trade a lot of things in this league, obviously, um, uh, because I need them to to win, right? Um, like I'm willing to trade T Higgins, but there's not really a fit there, uh, just because I'm concerned about him 
you know, ghosting me again on uh, with <laughs> yeah. his mystery hamstring injuries that keep popping up. Anyway, so one of the players he he put up, uh, I knew I could afford because he said uh, Zonovan Knight for any third. Uh-huh. Um, and I said, I have thirds. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go make that trade with Jeremy before someone else does. That's um, cool. Yes, I don't. I don't even know if I'll start him. I probably will. I'll probably start him over Lat Mary. But more importantly, yeah, yeah. no one else can start him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, more importantly, you kept him. But I, I'm on my phone, Mike. I'm in a work meeting, and I yeah. see it come through, and I see Shane Swagger, third round pick. I mean, I'm like, accept. And so the whole time, I'm thinking I traded with Shane Swagger, and then Shane's like, yeah. I'm like, how'd you get Zonovan Knight in HU? And he goes, you traded him to me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that was you. That's great. That's and great. Can I can I tell you something about Zonovan Knight, right? Sure. Um, do you know who has the highest rush share, uh, in, in a single game rush share of any Jets running back this year? Zonovan Knight. Zonovan Knight. Zonovan Knight. <laughs> his his seven, know, seven, seventy-seven point three percent rush share in Week fourteen uh-huh. after after uh, Michael Carter Badass. came back is by far the highest of the season. Um, the next closest was his. Uh, 62.5% rush share the week prior to that. After that, Brees Hall, who I love more than life itself, uh, his <laughs> highest of the season was a 60% rush share. So even with Michael Carter coming back and even with Zonovan Knight, we went through that too. He did lose some snaps. His snap share dropped a little bit. He dominated uh, the rushing attempts, and he had targets too, right? We were talking about that. He, he had targets too. He had um, yeah. five yeah, targets. He- Yep, five targets um, to the next week. But, I mean, he's he's getting a lot of action, like tw- around 20 touches. And you said his snap share has uh, been pretty consistent, too. I loved him in college. I, I thought he was – I owned him a lot in Debbie. I thought he was going to be, pr- you know, pretty big in the pros. I'm like, man, this guy's going to be – he's can't miss. He's going to be great. And then time went on, and it just got lesser and lesser. Then, you know, the NFL draft and – Whatever he it, things just didn't didn't pan out. So I've been a fan of his, and then I owned him in most leagues, and then like an idiot, I cut him in a lot of places as like my last cut. Which you know, you if you have taxi squads, you should keep those running backs. And to your point, Shane, I mean, you you, you mentioned this on our last show. You should keep those guys on your taxi squad. You yeah. should find a, find a spot, make a spot, whatever. Don't keep the you know the tight end that you drafted that's never going to mount anything. Keep those running backs in that spot. But I have a question for you because I had this conversation literally this afternoon while I was driving down to Miami. I was talking to a friend of mine on the phone for our home league. He has Zonovan Knight, and he was talking about um, he didn't make the playoffs, so he's out of it and everything, and they were talking about doing trades, and he was saying that he was thinking of holding on to him, and in that league, we have contracts and stuff, so he was going to like tag him in free agency so that he can have the rights to him next year, and I was asking him i was like well what value do you think he's gonna have when Brees hall comes back and like obviously Brees hall when he comes back he's gonna be the number one guy but do you think that it's valuable enough to keep somebody like him and tag him and put on a contract in case something goes wrong with Brees hall again next year or what do you think I mean, how much is it? That's going to depend. How much is it going to cost? Cost. Well, that's the thing. You don't know what it's going to cost. When you when you put a tag on a player, it just means Mm -hmm. that when the free agency uh, bidding starts next year, you don't have to bid. And when the bidding ends, you get to choose whether you want to buy the guy or not. Uh, Then yeah. Oh, you're matching it. It's like restricted free agency. Yeah, Yeah, I would do that. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. And if if someone, um, yeah, I'm sorry. You're right. Um, And if (laughs) someone, um, and if someone bids like something that's I don't know beyond what I would spend for a third round rookie pick. Right. 
see it. See it. But just yeah, just throw a tag on him. May as well take the chance. I agree. And um, you might get him for cheap because someone else is going to still want, maybe not want to spend that much on that player because there are other players, more sure things and stuff. So you might end up getting him at a value based on doing having set him as like a restricted free agent. Right. And my my point to him too was that with Brees Hall coming back, the rest of the guys in the league will probably be like, well, it's going to be Brees Hall, so I don't need that guy. And and it would be a good idea because he could probably get him cheap. And like you said about putting running backs on taxi and stuff i if we're going to talk about five years of doing the show i know for sure that we've all talked about this since the very beginning that those running backs will pop up later on in the season i do think that it's gotten a lot earlier than it used to be but we've always said that though but you're going to say no we didn't say that no what i was going to say it's funny that you bring up running backs because in the second episode uh i uh i i made fun of you a little bit well, I made fun of you most of both episodes. Um, <laughs> Did you really? Nice. Not much has changed. <laughs> I was right. going to say, maybe you have. old um, <laughs> repeatedly. Like, my, my material doesn't work. Uh, I called you forgetful. Oh, my um, God. Yeah, Did you, you call him a pocket gnome? I'm old yeah, and forgetful. <laughs> yeah, and I made fun of you playing in standard leagues. Um, oh, <laughs> that is man, that's answer. true. That's true. But, yes, you're right. right. Before you say it, I know I was always huge running back guy. So what What did so, I say? <laughs> worse than that, and this, this is definitely somewhere that I would think that I would hope your thinking has evolved, but we'll see. Uh, it was the year was 2017. Uh-huh. <laughs> Michael Sipes yeah. was not in the playoffs. <laughs> Shane Manila was. Uh-huh. Shane Manila, for some reason, had the rookie 101 for the following year. I'm assuming through trades because that's the only way that could be possible if I was in the playoffs. Sure. Shane Manila, and, and mind you, this is the year before Saquon um, came out in 2018, but okay. we all knew Saquon was coming out in 2018. So we knew the 101. We knew who it was. We knew it was Saquon Barkley. Okay. Any Hoosers. I offered you that pick, the 101, uh-huh. for Todd Gurley. Uh, you turned it down. Yes, I would have. Of course. Yes. That's it, his favorite player, man. Todd Gurley, um, by the way, would have been heading into his fourth season uh-huh. the year after that. And you um, explained Almost to me that I, I don't have to I, – I, there's no risk. Todd Gurley's still young. Plenty of time. <laughs> Which is what I wasn't the only one who thought that, but yes. (laughs) No, 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 look, five years ago is a long time. I was hating on running backs, apparently, even back then. Right. An old running back. I remember it. Yeah. um, You you believed in him. So instead of getting Saquon Barkley, you held on to Todd Gurley, Uh who then um, had arthritis immediately. Uh huh. Todd Gurley was such a badass, and t- prime Todd Gurley oh. is still better than prime Saquon Barkley. I don't care what anyone says. I would rather have, I would rather have two years of peak Todd Gurley than two years of peak Saquon Barkley, and roll with it. I do. I do agree. I I I remember not necessarily that exact situation, but I do know knowing me back then, I would have said that, and I do know that I when you say about evolving. Uh, even my friend was making fun of me the other day. He's like, who are you? Because I was like just taking all wide receivers and no running backs at all. And and it's like, I used to be only running back. I had yeah. the the Todd Gurley, the Adrian Peterson every single year. I, I, I just had all those running backs. That's all I ever cared about. And yeah, I think it's taken a lot longer, but I've gotten to the point where I don't because I can see the interchangeability of them, you know. We've seen it happen. Zohan Knight is be your starting now, you know. But uh, but uh, <laughs> the Zohan, yeah, it's right, Zonovan, it's whatever his name is. Yeah, 
it, it's that you can't really um there's so much risk in having like even if you have like Derrick Henry and Dalvin Cook and you know Christian McCaffrey and you have like a, a stable of running backs like they say and you're you're rolling those out there you know you're going to end the year with only one of them on your roster yeah probably and you're going to be starting backup so you start realizing that you don't want to put as much equity or as much on the line for that position is the thing and then you you know maybe you have a bunch of guys just guys or you just start one we, we're in leagues now where the flex is so flexible it's like maybe must start one one to seven one to six or two to two to five it's so flexible that you don't need to have a ton of you know you know it's not just start the one or two guys and then five wide receivers yeah, it is true. That flexibility spot has changed a lot. And when you do have that where you only have to start one running back, one wide receiver, and all the rest flex, it's different. And it's funny, Shane, if you're saying that that's what I said in the first episode, then it goes along with what we just said a few minutes ago, where in my mind, I'd rather have the player that's playing for me now than the draft pick and what may happen with the player coming up. Obviously, like you said, if the next year was Saquon Barkley and everybody thought Saquon was going to be the guy... I obviously felt good enough that Todd Gurley would still be the guy, but you know, there has been plenty of one ones that have not panned out for all of us, you know? Okay. Okay. Let me, let me just give you this thought exercise. <laughs> thought exercise. <laughs> okay. Who, go who, ahead. Who, who would we say is the dynasty running back one right now? Oh man. Well, before I, say Brees Hall. I was just going to say before he got hurt, that's what everybody was saying. Right. Brees Hall. Okay. Brees Hall. And that was week seven. He got hurt. He got hurt week seven, right? Yeah, so we can't do this to apples to apples because he's injured too. But I was going to say, hey, if I offered you Brees Hall for the – if I offered you – you know, say I was in the playoffs and Brees Hall um, was actually playing. And if I offered you the 101 for Brees Hall, if you had Brees Hall, would you give me Brees Hall? No, I wouldn't. You would – so you would pass up B. John Robinson and hold on to Brees Hall. You just said if he wasn't injured. So if he yes, wasn't yes, injured, yes, yes, if yes. he was playing the same way he was playing, building up and building up and keep going and keep going and keep going, I probably would okay. hold on to him. How, how about, let's say you have Jonathan Taylor and I offered you the 101 for Jonathan Taylor. And then I would do the trade. You I would do that. I would, yes. Okay. Because, because Jonathan Taylor is probably a more app uh, comp to right. Todd Gurley, like age and all the, all the other things considered. So, right. Okay. All right. So you've, you've evolved and I'm happy that I've helped you grow. <laughs> Oh, and did you hear that, Jeremy? See, like if we had more of a budget on this show, I could pull up all the times uh, in our past 200x whatever episodes where Jeremy, you've said we're glad we've helped you, Shane, evolve. You know, 250. I know he stole my line, but yeah, exactly. 258 episodes in, yeah. Now he's learned. I mean, you you can't fool Shane for very long. He's he's smart. He figures it out. I do. I love that fact that he he says that he helped me evolve. <laughs> I, I will say this. When, when you say that all three of us have changed from the show, I do think that in the very beginning when we were doing it, there was a lot of wondering how people listening would feel about your opinion. You know, like, like if I say I think that's a good trade or if I think that's a good player or whatever, you're wondering that the people listening to the show, do they, oh, do they agree with me, blah, blah, blah. And I think, like you said, Jeremy, early on, we went over that hill and said, you know what? This is our show. It's our opinions. People are listening. They say they like it. So then I'm not going to be worried about what people think I like or not. And then look, up, what, three, 
no, maybe about a month or so ago when you were yelling at me because I didn't know the college announcer guy. And I said to you, I said, I, I could care less what people think. If I don't know him, I don't know him. You know, that's, that's at this point right now, maybe you're right, Shane. Maybe I am jaded. <laughs> maybe I <don't> <laughs> Maybe you are jaded. <laughs> um, but what else did you pick up, Shane? Because you said there were some other things that you were talking about. I remember one uh, trade oh. that we uh, that we did early on because we got in an argument about it, and it was you and me. And Shane already told me this before the show. He he listened to that trade. Uh-huh. It was you and me on one side of the deal, and he was on the other side of the deal. And so we need to see how what that was and how that how that turned out. He has it on the show sheet, I think. Oh, he does. Because I will tell you this, Jeremy. That's pretty much how the whole first year went, as as far as I remember. It was always you and I on one side, and Shane was on the other side for a lot of those trades. And I used to think he was the one that you know took um, more of the risk. Um, but but not always. Like there were there were times when it was the other way around. Uh, it seemed like we were really taking you know. And when we would argue, we, it was like we were maybe taking risks. So I I think we've all gotten more objective about trading and less emotional about it for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've changed a ton, but then I have to think I I definitely pay more attention to certain data than I ever would have. I don't care if I have all my favorite players. Like I'd always try to get certain guys at least like at the top of drafts. I'm uh-huh. in so many leagues that that stopped being as important as making sure I had the, the best team I could put together, which sometimes wasn't my, you know, my favorite players. So I, I grew, I, I mean, I definitely learned. I feel like I make better, at least slightly better decisions more often these days like than i did back then i didn't I, I don't wing things quite as much that was a big breath you just took shade what were you gonna say based <laughs> on what jeremy just said oh, no God. no 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 i was i was just thinking through the uh the the, the one trade that uh what's that gentleman's name uh jeremy <laughs> i was gonna say um, you're talking oh my, about jeremy he's right there <laughs> That's funny. So, and this is pretty funny. This, this, this back then, I, I thought it was a horrible trade. But uh, you gave up Devontae Adams. Wait, who did? Jeremy? You did. Oh, me? You did. You, okay. Michael. Uh, Jeremy said that Devontae Adams is okay. <laughs> I said, uh, I said, I think he's better than okay. I think he's going to force Jordy Nelson to retire. That's how yeah. good he is. Yeah, um, yeah, meanwhile, yeah. And Jordy, that was the sec- second episode we've referenced Jordy Nelson twice, by the way. Oh, geez. Anyway, um, you mean you so did? You gave up Devonte Adams um, for a part for a package. Uh, Devonte Adams and Jack Doyle. Um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> for Doyle. a package that was highlighted by, and the very first name that we all fixated on was Taiwan Taylor. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, okay, we were like, oh, I totally I forgot know. about that guy. I don't know. He could be good. I like his upside. Blah blah blah. Uh, and then you got a couple throw-in pieces of, uh, or not throw-ins exactly, but you know Chris Godwin, um, okay, and then just the throw-in of George Kittle. Oh, really? I trashed it. You trashed it. I'm thinking that you're like getting ready to crap on me, and then you say this. Uh, yeah, that's pretty funny. He was uh, mad at me for agreeing with you, and he thought we were stupid. How great is that, though? Because you have been, uh, when I hear the name George Kittle, I think of you, Jeremy. 
And so if five years later, yes, George Kittle is a guy that I think of when, when I hear that. That is pretty funny. I was waiting for you to say a running back in there somewhere. Uh, and I, did, you know, I didn't remember the trade exactly. I remember it was Adams, but I didn't remember like who it was, you know, it was for. I remember a package too. But so I didn't I would never have come up with any of those players he named as being in that package, by the way. I just knew it was like a, some stuff for, for, for Adams. That's great. Who did you say before Kittle? What was the word you said? You said Chris Godwin. Oh, Chris Godwin. Oh, okay. So there, that would be another reason too, with with uh, uh, Bucks and Florida and all that kind of shit. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, um, I don't but remember I that. Look at that. <laughs> but, I would look okay. at that trade though, and it, Shane could go either way on a trade just like that today, and it would probably depend on the state of his team at the time and where yeah. he's at, like playoff, you know, and like us, like, are you in the playoffs? Do you, do you need Devonte Adams to win the championship kind of thing? Um, I could see him doing that. And I could also see him trading a player like that for, for several things, except that, in that trade would be a draft pick. <laughs> There'd be a first rounder or bust. I do know. I do know after all these years of doing it, I always try to ask that question when we talk about some of the trades, like what, what were you, what is your team makeup? Or were you a contender? Blah, blah, blah. But I don't really remember having those discussions in the early days. It seemed like we talked about a lot of those trades in a bubble as opposed to what you already have and what you're doing. But I could be wrong. That, I mean, maybe it was. No, you're right. Is that how it sounded, Shane? That it was Very more in a, in a microcosm? It was? A bubble? Yeah. Okay, Very yeah. Bubbled. I'll say one thing. One thing I'll, I'll note about me, I was definitely more reckless um, yes. than I am now. Um, <laughs> now you have to, a process. Yes. I have a process now. Um, I don't know that I had one. And if I did, it wasn't a particularly good one. Um, (laughs) but I, I I think that's true. I think that's true of all three of us is, um, I, I I will say that there's definitely been more process added to our game. Even Sipes, who's less than (laughs) the the least process oriented guy out of three of us, I think. Yeah, I think so. Even Sipes still has, is added a little more process to his, uh, to his arsenal. I I think the show, you know, um, no, you go ahead, Mike, this is more high, uh, theory about the show. Go ahead. Okay. I was just going to respond to what Shane said about process and stuff. I, you know, I've just, I've played for so long. It was in the nineties when I started playing in college and, and, and doing it with paper and pencil and all that kind of crap that by the time we were all together, I was really in the mindset of wanting the players that I liked and wanting to watch the players that I liked. And, and fortunately I liked good players. So a lot of times when it was players that I liked, they were good players. So I always wanted to keep them. And I do agree that over time, I've been a lot more flexible trading away guys that I like. There's still those handful of guys that it's really hard for me to trade. And even Mike Evans, Shane, you and I did a trade with Mike Evans, like near the end of the season, one, one season. And then when the season was over, you and I did another trade and I got him back. It's just like, it was hard for me to give him up, you know? But, um, I do, I do feel like there's a process to it, but there's also, I'm willing to give up on those guys that I really love if, it's like you said, Jeremy, it's hurting your team. You know, yeah, if yeah. It, it, just because I love them, if they're not getting me points and they're not helping me win, then 
I don't, I don't need them on my roster, you know? Um, but, uh, I do definitely think I changed, but I know for sure the biggest change for me is the running back wide receiver thing. I, I know yeah, you I were always, always running, running back. That's, I remember that you it, it just in the same, by the same token, you had Todd Gurley, right? You, you, you had, um, Adrian Peterson, you had these guys that like, they were your, the stalwarts of your rosters. And, and you've definitely softened on that since then. And you realize you can build a, a winner without necessarily relying on the rock, the, the guys, <laughs> you know, toting the rock for you. We're definitely more analytical. And I think that happened probably pretty quickly, like, because we, we started talking about things in terms of context matters and asking more, more getting more details before we decided what we thought about it one side or the other in trades not always because sometimes it's just it's just an obvious deal but many times the the way um for us to decide was to ask more questions and find out more about league settings there's so many variables and that was the fun part for me it's seeing us go from just talking about players and and the quality of players to like shane's point earlier where you know, or, or where a pick was at to what are, what are you truly getting and giving and, um, and what's, what, how's that going to benefit your team in this league? And, and, and I think it's, it's definitely more fun now to talk about trades after we got good at it. <laughs> after we got a little more advanced, I, I guess I mean, at it. <laughs> I do love that. No matter what conversation we have, just watching just the game, halfway else. listening. Like, no, 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 you know, I, I will say this too about our show. I think it came across not only to listeners, Shane, where you say that people liked it. Uh, we had a lot of industry people. We've had a lot of people that wanted to come on our show and, and we've had some great names and some great people and we've had some great reoccurring people. And, and I, I think, I think that's one of the reasons why the Canton, the Canton thing every year is such a big hit for everybody. Cause we all get to get together and hang out and be together. But I think on our show, we've had a lot of moments where it's just been, we were laughing so hard that our stomachs hurt and and then people would say they want to come back because they had so much fun you know the genuine uh, nature of this thing and going in with like this is what we want to talk about this week a few bullet points and then we just we we have a show we, we do a show around that stuff and um i don't know i think the sincerest form of flattery i've seen it out there i mean you know, I'm not going to say anything beyond that, but things have definitely changed in the podcast world uh, since we started doing this and and when this thing kind of got popular and then COVID and now everybody's got a podcast. But it, it, I mean, honestly, it, it's like we were um, on the frontier when we first started. There weren't a lot of podcasts at that time for fantasy football. There were some known quantities, but there weren't I mean, there weren't hundreds and hundreds of podcasts. Yeah. I still like bringing up personal stuff. You know, Shane, two weeks ago <laughs> on the show, we did your personal dilemma with your, uh, your dating and, uh, you know, my, everyone's my, my, my now ex-girlfriend. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that was quick. She's your girlfriend and then your ex-girlfriend like that. Well, and, and we, we mentioned it last week that if you wanted to hear the whole story, go join our Patreon. We talked about it on our Patreon show and everything. But uh, I don't know. I, I like some of the personal aspects of it and some of these other things. Do we have any, like, updated personal trades? Like, stuff? <laughs> oh, I was going to say. I, was I mean, gonna, I was I'm, going talking on to the- another, I'm talking to another Jersey chick. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is with Jersey, Jersey. like. Five out of the last six women I've dated have, have been from Jersey for some reason. So whatever. Keep keep uh, 
Jersey produces uh, excellent uh, single mothers. Thank you. This is the kind of thing like where you talked about before. It opens the door. I start talking and then you delve into it and you find that you have a type or you you find that there's a certain thing that you like. How how far is Jersey from Philly? Like where you live? Like how, how far of a trans? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Jersey, um, and I'm terrible with geography, but best I can tell is uh, New Jersey surrounds Pennsylvania on all sides. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's probably not it. I was going to say, that doesn't sound right. But I, 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 All I know is I can go north and I get to Jersey. Uh-huh. I can go south and I get to Jersey. Okay. So Jersey to me, again, bad with geography, but I think uh, Pennsylvania is just an island within New Jersey. <laughs> so you still didn't answer my question. How long does it get? Does it take you to get to Jersey? It depends. If- There's, there, I could get to Jersey in five minutes. Well, oh, no, well, not if I'm driving legally. It would take uh, the shortest distance is probably 15 minutes. I can get to Jersey. Okay. Um, but, you know, it depends. And then there's other parts of Jersey that are obviously much further. Like when you get to North Jersey, Central Jersey, et cetera. South Jersey is the closest. But even, I, look, I don't know. I'm terrible with geography. I don't know where anything is. But I can get to Trenton quickly. <laughs> I can get to uh, Moorestown. Um, all right, you're all right. driving yeah. legally, right? But, you're driving yes. legally, right? You still have a license? Yes. Okay, okay, but the reason I asked you that is because you said I've got like seven Jersey girls and I don't know why is what you said. So I was trying to figure out if it's a close proximity to you and if that's what you like, then that's why you have that uh, many. Maybe. Your dating yeah, yeah, apps yeah, no, are giving you these people and they're no, five no, minutes no, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah selecting <laughs> them. Now, I, yeah. I, I'd prefer if they were from Philly, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Shane's been driving down the road trying to loosen his load. He's got seven Jersey girls on his mind. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, and there we go. That's something we haven't heard in, in a while either. Jeremy, your love of like uh, uh, writing parody songs and all that stuff. You know, there's been quite a few times in five years where you've written a song, mostly about Shane. It's pretty much always been about Shane, but I still have one about Shane that I have to record. <laughs> I know I shared the lyrics with you. I still have to record that and send it to Shane. I need to do that. It, I, I, I laugh every time. I read the lyrics. Oh my God. Share that with Shane and you can share it with the world. That's hilarious. But hey, Shane, why don't you yell another trade alert and then give (laughs) us a good trade alert that we can talk about? Not really, really useful when you tell people that it's coming. Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, guess what? Trade alert. (laughs) I was going to say I can edit it out and we can do it, but that's okay. One of my favorite things, and I forget who uh, someone told me it before. They were like, oh, I almost got into a car accident the one time um, I was oh, in your yes. podcast because you yelled trade alert. <laughs> I remember that. Me. <laughs> it is true. You used to do it like you uh, – you're right. I, I guess now we always just kind of announce it first. Yeah. But you used to do it out of nowhere. and It was and, like the RKO. Yeah, exactly. Literally like the RKO, <laughs> just literally out of nowhere. You'll be talking about like, you know – I, I don't know. You, you'll be you'll be talking about something. I probably wasn't listening, and I'll just feel like I've had enough of this, and I'll just yell trade alert. Anyway, yeah, so now you don't do that. That, that not- was one of my favorite bits. We have to we have to make sure we do that every week. Yeah, but now he doesn't do that anymore. He just shits on me anyways, and just say, okay, enough of that, and then goes on to something else. <laughs> All right, and uh, real quick, what I would really like um, is if someone, anyone, could get and tweet at the show, myself, Michael, uh, Jeremy any of us uh 
a uh, hashtag trash dynasty trade author. Oh, we're going to go back yes. to those again. We haven't done that uh, in a we while. Missed those. We missed those, but uh, I just wanted to bring one up. Um, now this is a yes or no. Um, Jeremy felt that this offer was bad. You <laughs> and I will be the arbiters. Okay. Um, so on the one side, gentleman at, uh, offered him the, what right now would be the one, it's a playoff team, right? In a 16 team league. So at, at worst, it's 110. At worst, it could be 116. Okay. Um, a 2023 third and okay. a 2024 second uh-huh. for one Garrett Wilson. Okay. So wait, you're saying to me, somebody sent that offer to Jeremy? Yes. And we want to know whether we think it's a good trade or not. Do we think it's a trash? Not if it's a good trade. Do we believe this falls under the category of trash dynasty trade offers? Okay. I'm not going to say trash dynasty trade offers. No. I will say that I got almost the exact same offer. And I know exactly what league it is. And it's the exact same person sent me that same offer. But for Stefan Diggs. Mm. <laughs> yeah, man. So <laughs> I will not it's... say this is a trash dynasty <laughs> trade offer. I will right. say it is odorous. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I, I'm not gonna say it's a trash because there are offers where we go, oh my god, no way, crap. But I could see where some people could think that that could be good. Look, you just you just talked about how I felt when you were offering me the 101 for Todd Gurley. It's not the exact same thing, but there are a lot of people that believe that a one, no matter where it ranges in that in that scale of 109, 15, they think that that is just so much more valuable than everything else. And then they add a couple other pieces to try to balance it out. I'm not saying I would do it and I'm not saying that it's good. And I didn't do the other one either, but I don't know that I would put it on a trash dynasty trade level. No. Cause of that first, that's like a, maybe a top 10 pick at best. Right. At but, best it's the one ten. Well, at best, right. Well, that's, that's the thing. Cause, cause now, yeah. <laughs> cause now we know as of 3 AM this morning, when I set all the playoff brackets, we know that that player is in the playoffs. So that's the best that that pick could be. Yes. I, 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 I get that. Everyone knew that. I knew that. You knew that. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, I can, I can look at standings. Yeah, but the people listening to the show's not looking at the standings. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the people they're listening to the sh- I get it. They're also I get it. not involved in this trade. Anyway, so what about this <laughs> such offer? such a dick. <laughs> what do you think about this offer? <laughs> yeah. Okay. T. Higgins for Garrett Wilson. Mm. No. I, I, I mean, it's not a trash dynasty trade no. offer, but no. I'd rather have Wilson. You would rather have Wilson. What happened to the whole bird in hand? I like the guy that's actually shown me stuff. Well, first of all, I lost last week to somebody when Wilson got like what forty freaking points or what? What the hell? I mean, he he's looking good. Um, you're talking about straight up. Yeah, I mean, it, it, we could add a couple, uh, uh, a fourth and a fifth. On the on the uh, T Higgins side. Well, maybe I'm like. Well, that's the thing. Maybe I'm like thinking. Uh, uh, what's the word? Lateral. What? No. When something happens right then, and and you're, you're recency biased. Yeah, recency term. biased. Yeah, recency, recency biased. biased. You know, you because I got my I got my ass handed to me against him. I guess that was two weeks ago. Um, so why? You, what, what would you do, Jeremy? Would you do that straight up? 
Which which no, which one? Of- no, I, I want Garrett Wilson. Okay, um, so then why yeah. is why is Shane shitting on me? It's not <laughs> it's not horrible at all. I mean, but I'm just kidding. I, yeah, I'm I got kidding. What do you think? So knowing that the the Garrett Wilson side also needs a quarterback, um, because well, his quarterback yeah. room is atrocious. What do you think if he got T Higgins, and Tyler Huntley, Huntley who might have a shot at being a starter somewhere? Uh, no, I'd want Wilson still. All right. All right, fine. We'll move on. All right. Well, then if we're going to move on, let me ask you this. What about Brock Purdy? What value do you think he has right now? That's a good question. Because I know you – did you trade for him or trade him away to somebody? But I have him in like three or four different leagues, and I've had a couple offers – what do you think? Because, I mean, even as we went into this game, I don't know because I'm not watching it like you are. But when we went on the air to start recording, it, it, he was six for six for 60 yards and a touchdown. Like, what is he doing right yeah, now the, in the, the game? The, you know, uh, the kid is uh, looks like a goddamn stud, to be honest with you. Although he only has 160 passing yards. It's just that he has two long touchdowns to uh, Kittle. Which help his numbers. Um, My God, that sounds yeah, sounds good. So, yeah, I, so what kind of value do you think he has? You know, if someone's trying to trade for Purdy from you, they're clearly in dire straits at quarterback, right? Which which happens, especially in a league like this, mm-hmm. a sixteen team league where you don't have two quarterbacks. So I need a second. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, I'll just hold him if he's not because look, he's a quarterback, right? He's gotten some starts under his belt. So he's going to have some intrinsic value just because of whatever he's done this year, even if he doesn't start next year. Obviously, Trey Lance should be who we expect to start there. But that's my question, actually, because a couple of the offers that I got today were like thirds, fourths, you know, stuff like that. And 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 I know that some people think, oh, well, it's only for the next three weeks and then he's done. But I mean, he seems to me to have played well enough to have some kind of future maybe and i, mean, I wish i had him so i could trade him away and get some stuff yeah right, but, so but, but are you I willing to own him in more than one spot but are you he willing sh- to trade him for like practically nothing just because no. it's he's a shown weeks? that he can Second. he's shown that he can he can be a spot starter for you which is has value in a super flex league right and there's a reason that uh, i continued the whole colt mccoy in most of my leagues this year. There's a reason that I held Tyler Huntley in, in all of my leagues this year. You know what I mean? It was because, well, I've seen these guys recently be starters and perform adequately enough that I wasn't going to trade them for a third because I know that it could happen again. Now, obviously I could have, you know, nothing could have happened to Lamar and nothing could have happened to Kyler and I could have never used these guys. But then next year, same thing. I, I would have still held on them going, well, I still have a hit the recent history of them starting games that I know that their NFL team knows that they could be a spot starter if needed. Yeah. So, and, like Mike White, like Mike White right yeah, now. I don't see a reason one. to trade him for less than a second. If someone wants to say, oh, well, is that Zach Wilson's there? You know, he's probably going to get the shot next year. Sure. Yeah. That, that, yeah. Sure. But there's somewhere Mike White is going to go somewhere and start games, not be a starter, but he's going to start games again somewhere in his career. Yeah, exactly. And that's true because there's a lot of these guys, these backups that get in there and really you know, shit the bed and score you nine points. And then you never want to think about them again. You know, it, it, it's not like Skylar Thompson who came in for the dolphins the other day, one pass through an interception, you know, <laughs> you, you're not thrilled about him, but, but I'm saying so for somebody like him, especially this year when we've seen so many injuries at the quarterback position, 
it seems to me, especially in a 16-team league, that he seems to have more value than than what I would think that some people would get for him. So that's why I thought it was interesting to ask about him because that's the guy. I guess you're right. Mike White's the same thing too. And without Mike White getting hurt, uh, you know, do you think he would have even more value? You know, like he. Well, he's playing this week. I mean, they stuck him back in there, right? Yeah. yeah well, even when he got kidding. hurt, they stuck him back in, and then it looked like he kind of got hurt again. You know, and they yeah, stuck he him. He almost in. died. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, you know, but I don't know. I think it's interesting, and I think there's other things that we've learned and other things that we've done in the last five years, and maybe we'll talk about some more of those in the next couple of episodes. But I think for now, it's been pretty good. It's fun doing this with you guys. Yes. Uh, I guess I think I've spent most of this show thinking that Shane thinks I'm jaded and uh, beat nice. down. I don't think so. <laughs> and angry. And I didn't know I, 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 I showed any of that, but maybe I am. I don't know. We'll have to revisit this every year through 2027, our 10 year anniversary, and just, <laughs> how, and just see how things go. Yeah. Hey, did we sign a new contract? Are we on for another five years? You know, like Howard resigns his contract every five years. So I think Sirius is talking yeah. about bringing us in. So. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I like how Shane's just looking down, going, mm-hmm, yeah, uh-huh, five years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, I love you guys. I love doing this. I think you're right, Jeremy. They threw us together and, and it was, it, it it just worked. And Shane, you said it too, that listening back to it now, that it was just natural. And I mean, something must've worked that we're still doing it all together all these years later. There's a lot of those shows that have swapped out people or don't even do it anymore. And uh, we're still banging yeah, them out. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. We're still, we're still doing it, having fun. I think in some ways it gets better. Um, the off season we'll have guests again because guests love to come on this show. They fight over it, and uh, it's fun. I mean, we always have fun with them and have good good content when we have guests. So, yeah, I mean, there's just um, the off-season's different than in-season, but we just have fun year-round. Um, you know, time time's the thing, man. We just, we'll keep making time for this show. Yeah, and I definitely so, uh, want to do it at the draft. Let's do it this year. We said we're going to go to the draft. Let's do it. Um, are you buying ticket flights for Mike and me? Can you put it on your account? Can uh, you put it on your tab? Wait, for Mike and me? You're, no, I mean for Shane and me. Oh, I, I thought you were asking Shane. Shane. I was like, I, I'm not going to ask Shane to buy my plane ticket. No, that's all right. <laughs> put him on. Just put us on your your account. And get get all face. the tickets, bro. <laughs> well, are, are you still there, Shane? I mean, there's no reaction. Yeah, he's watching the game. He's like, what? All right. Well, oh, yeah. Mike, Mike's going to buy his tickets to the draft. Listen, yep. if it means that you guys will come with me to the draft, fine. I'll buy you tickets. So. But, hey, listen, it's great doing the show with you guys. I love you guys. Let's wrap this up. We'll throw something together for our Patreons. And then we'll talk to you guys all next week. So uh, check us out on all social media at Dynasty Trades HQ. And uh, we'll see you later. And say goodbye, everybody. Thanks for listening. And for five years, we appreciate you. We'll see you next week. And after five years, say goodbye, Shane. Goodbye, Shane. <laughs>